Hello and welcome everybody back to the Inside Our Galaxy podcast. I'm your host, Eric Hernandez, as always. Four goals on the 4th of July. That is right, we win 4-0 against Montreal on the 4th of July. Fireworks on and off the pitch. You got a lot of, you got a lot of things going in that game. Of course, you got a Chicharito goal, you got a uh, Jovalich goal. Then you also had two Ryan Ravellison goals. Of course, we'll be getting into that. We'll be getting into our thoughts the recap of that game um we also got transfer news we also got a new signing that is official uh we'll be talking about that and we got some more rumors that are popping up we'll be talking about that as well again the summer transfer windows open everything's gonna you know go crazy that uh within the next few weeks so we'll be talking about that and then of course rivalry week is upon us um with lefc coming up next and then after that you have the cali classico uh the first Cali Classico of the season this time against the San Jose Earthquakes at home. So we'll be getting into those. And um, yeah, it should be a good episode. Hopefully everything goes well. And uh, I hope everybody had a good 4th of July, uh, whether you were at the game or whether you weren't at the game. You know, hopefully you all had a good 4th of July and everybody was good. But um, yeah, anyways, let's get started, guys. With me, as always, is my co-host, LA Galaxy Central. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Obviously, Monday night was a lot of fun to go to, and I really enjoyed watching that performance. Yeah, uh, it was it was a great Fourth of July. I mean, j- just in general, how was your Fourth of July weekend? How was everything? It was pretty good. I mean, pretty relaxing. Got to see some fireworks. Go to the game. It was all good. Yeah, I mean, pretty good Fourth of July. Of course, everything made it better with that Galaxy W. So um, of course, but of course, yeah. Let's get into that, man. Uh, like I said, Galaxy won four zero against Montreal. Um, you know, a very dominant win uh, of course a win that the galaxy needed a very a big bounce back game for the galaxy considering what they have done the past few games but um yeah just th- this was a win that the galaxy needed of course and um we'll, we'll just start off with you for this one how did you feel about this game what you thought was good what you thought was bad break it down for me man yeah it was a very complete performance start to finish the galaxy got a little bit lucky not to concede early on which that would have not been good but even after that they bounced back they stayed focused they got the first goal and they just kept on going and it was a great team performance it's one they really needed i think the fans needed it and hopefully it'll boost confidence going into rivalry week but it's great to finally pick up three points at home after dropping the last couple games there yeah of course um and especially because the fact that we haven't really had uh we haven't been good at home, and this was probably, um, other than probably the LAFC game in the U.S. Open, this, or, or actually, I mean, you also had the Austin game as well, um, but this was definitely probably one of the most dominant performances we've had this season at home, and we need more, and we need more wins like this. Um, we do. And, of course, j- just looking at this game, um, being at the game as well, um, the Galaxy was, it was just, a, it was like a night and day transfer transformation, I guess you can say. It was like, this was this was almost completely different. The team actually looked organized. The team looked on the right page. Everything was working. Everybody was, you know, just everybody had. A, I felt like had a good game. Yeah, there was still some some players that maybe didn't have the their best game. But overall, when you look at a team performance, everybody was was there. Defense was spot on. Midfield was spot on. And then of course, our offense was definitely lighting it up with uh, you know, with all those goals and stuff like that. So yeah, overall, just the team looked definitely much better than they have the past few weeks um of course we got to see something interesting in this game which is something that the that everybody has been asking for which was the 442 start chicha start dejan 
um, it, it, you know, starting from the beginning. And Greg Vanny did that, which, by the way, we sort of, ex- well, like at least you mostly um, expected that this was never going to happen. Vanny was going to do something, you know, his normal thing or whatever. And but no, Vanny ended up doing, hey, let's go four four two on this one does it. And, you know, everybody's saying and everybody saw it. Um, it, it works, right? <laughs> um, you got to see it shake the goal. You saw got to see Jovalich goal. And then even after the four four two, when the, when all that was gone, it, it you know we still kept scoring goals. But um, you know of course how how did you feel about that? Because like you said, you you were probably one of the you 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 thought that it was going to be like a you know Greg Vanny was still going to go four three three stuff like that. But seeing Greg Vanny actually doing that formation then something that we've been asking for. How did you feel about it? And what are your thoughts after that after that game when he used that formation? Yeah, I was actually very surprised because usually Vanny is more of a stubborn coach. I thought he'd go with his normal 4-3-3 formation, but he actually ended up changing it, putting Javalchuk up top, and it worked really well for this game. Uh, there was a little bit of a defensive liability, which we expected, but I think it just made the offense so much better. It created space for the two strikers. Dayan and Chicharito continue to have good chemistry, and the defense was still solid. We obviously kept a clean sheet, so yeah, I think the experiment was a success, and I'd like to see it try again if it ends up working out. And you mentioned defensive liability, excuse me, defensive liability um, in this one and which and not necessarily when it came to our defenders. It was just more on like when I when I said about the four, four, two and why I said it might not be a long term solution, which, to be honest with you, I still probably don't think it's a long term solution. But um, considering you ha- like on the right side, I've always said um and, and another thing too like people say four four two take off cabral or whatever which i to be honest with you i think it, it probably worked better if you had cabral on the field for four four two but yeah considering, but considering you didn't have cabral in this game because he was suspended um one thing was that alvarez was on the right and of course alvarez which probably didn't have you know he's probably one of the players who didn't have that bright of a game but i mean he still did all right i guess but you know like that side of the field like he was gassed. He couldn't go up and down the field. He's not one of those players who's going to go up and down the field. And, you know, people saw that um, people know that he's not that fit enough to do that. And, and what surprised me was the fact that Montreal didn't attack more on that side, which could have been their biggest advantage. If you just kept hitting on that side, keep getting Alvarez tired. And also Julian, who was sort of helping him in the, on that side, you know, just just in general, like if you kept hitting them that you would tire that side out and you would probably have more of an advantage. But Montreal didn't really do that, which was sort of surprising. Um, but but even then, like, yeah, that was probably the the question about that formation. But even then, like it still it still worked. Um, and, and like I said, I think if you put Kevin on that side, which I know a lot of people would, like, I know a lot of people wouldn't want to see that. But I think you'd, if you put Kevin on that side, it'd be much better because um, he actually has the pace to go up and down maybe still probably won't defend as well. But, you know, if you put him on that side, it, it'd work much better. Yeah, it could. <clears throat> One player that I really liked on that formation was Samuel Grandstier. I thought his work rate was really good. He was getting up and down the field, helping on defense, even getting some good crosses in, like for the first goal, for example. I thought he had a really good game in that formation. Yeah, which is which is exactly why. Like the left side, I think like Grandstier can could definitely do it. Um, because like you like you just mentioned, he can go up and down the field, he, and he was defending for a bit as well and giving good crosses. Like Grandier could work. It, it's just the right side that's sort of just kind of, you know, I, I feel like is the weakest part of it. But like overall, I think you can still do still do this formation, and I think it still works to an extent. Um, 
but I, I like I said, I genuinely don't think this is still the long term solution uh, for me. Um, everybody else says otherwise, but you know. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from because you're concerned about the defense. But I think our biggest point is we just have two really good strikers at the top. I think that's going to create so much more and just make this team so much better. Just having two very high quality strikers, I think, is just going to help a lot. Yeah, I mean, and the good thing about those two is that, um, you know, of course, Dejan and Chicha like the chemistry. And I've always said about the chemistry, they have really good chemistry and they work for each other. Um if one needs to play a different role, a little bit of a different role than, than the other, they'll do it. Um, and of course, you know, because like I said, they help each other out and, you know, and, and what the great thing about this, these two pairing up is that I feel like Dejan pairing next to Chicharito and learning from Chicharito is just going to help him so much in his career. Um, and it's just, and honestly, like, I think people have always had that question, like, Hey, uh, Dejan could be like the starter next season, which I believe that too. Um, if you if you move on from Chicharito, but you know, like Dejan learning from from Chicha is going to help him big in his career, and then playing with him is even going to help him more. Um, and then you know, I I mean, yeah, I I think yeah, th- that is just our biggest uh, you know, that that's the 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 most positive part about that formation is that you have two strikers who can definitely score and that could work for each other and it could work. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the isolated striker thing. I've never been a fan of it because then you have two center backs. You can just put them on one striker instead of having two different center backs on two different strikers. And then like, since you have like Cabral too, he doesn't really give the best service or the best attacking threat. Like I think it just frustrates the striker up top. So that's why I'm not a big fan of the 4-3-3 formation. Yeah, I mean, I, I especially can... one more thing, especially without a center attacking mid, like someone to break the lines or someone to kind of feed the striker. When you don't really have that, the formation doesn't really work. So you're just kind of pointlessly playing the ball out wide and it, it doesn't really work if there's just one striker in the box. So I think 4-4-2 is the best formation for us going forward. Yeah, and, and I could see that. Um, I, I think my thing about it is that also like, like, can we can we do this for an entire game? Like, can we stay in this formation in an entire game? Because I don't think we've really because we've done this formation before, but we haven't gone with it for an entire game. We didn't even do it for the entire game on Monday. Um, we did it for like about a, like a little over a half. It was like what, like 50, 50, 55 minutes, something around there. Dej- yeah. Yeah. Dejan ended up coming off and then they ended up switching the formation. So it's like like I, I don't see it necessarily being the you know, um, I guess, I guess the, yeah, like I just don't see it being the formation for the whole game. Now I still think this formation can work like how they did on Monday, just from the beginning, if you just want to get at it and especially with these next two games coming up, you're going to have to go at it. Right. So it's like, if you're going to do that with this game, um, or if you're going to do this formation for these next two games, at least, I don't think that's a bad idea to go at it like this. Um, and again, if they keep trying it, I'm not opposed to that. I'm not saying I'm opposed to this formation or anything like that. I, I just don't see it being necessarily, you know, from start to finish or being this formation every single time for the rest of the season. But I, I would like to see it, see them try it a bit more because clearly on Monday and against a really good team, because Montreal was, you know, they're still a top team in the East. So it's like the fact that they tried it against a, a good team, a solid team, and, and it worked, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing it being tried more especially like i said with lafc coming on friday and then san jose the next week it's like i I wouldn't mind seeing it for these next two games either so 
Yeah, to be fair, Montreal was missing Georgi Mihailovic, who was like an MVP candidate this year. He's one of my favorite players in the league, but still, they beat Seattle on Wednesday, and they're still a pretty good opponent this year. Yeah, so I mean, and like and like I said, I like I didn't think that we were gonna go with that formation for against Montreal, but like they did it, and it still worked. So, um, yeah, I, I would like to see it uh, more often. But um, any other players that you, that you felt was pretty good in this game? Anybody that stood out to you for this one? No, it was nice to see Rivelas and kind of have a bounce back game, scoring two goals. I mean, he's kind of struggled all year, hasn't really scored. Turned over the ball sometimes, but this game he was really solid winning every ball in the midfield and he scored twice. So that was good to see. Hopefully it's something going for him going forward. Yeah, hopefully that's sort of the turning point for him because again, this, this that was like a you know a 2021 Revelation when he came in, right? When he scored it like was. Six, when he scored like six goals or whatever. So it was nice to see Revelison have sort of this, you know, kind of a bounce back game for him as well. Cause he hasn't like we've said it, he hasn't really had that great of a season, but this was definitely his best performance so far. Um, and hopefully it is a turning point for him. Um, another player that I think that just kind of want to give a shout is just uh, Sasha Kleshin because he came back from, from injury. And I think he, you know, of course he got an assist as well with that back heel and that, that was great. Um, yeah, it was nice. But yeah, like Sasha coming back, he did, pre- I, I think he played very well for the minutes he played. Um, so yeah, good to have him back. Good to have a leader like that back in, back on the field. So that that's also good as well. Um, but yeah, overall, just in general, just for the team, uh, just a good performance, a uh, great team performance and everybody was on point and these are the wins that you need at home. And hopefully we get more wins like these throughout the season. Cause I think, cause honestly, to me, I think this team could be like this if they really just put their mind to it, because this, like this team could be really good, but we, but we've also seen them be at their very worst and yeah, it's inconsistent. Yeah, yeah, of course, the consistency is an issue. But if we see if we if they stay more consistent and keep getting results like these, I mean, you know, there, there's a possibility something could happen. Of course, you know, I always say this and then the Galaxy go in the slump. But still, though, just to put some optimism out there, if the Galaxy just sort of keep playing like this, they can do something. And, and, and there is some hope to this team. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully that's a. You know, hopefully this is also another turning point for just the team in general. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Um, oh, and also uh, sort of a coincidence in, in this game. Um, the fact that two of our DPs and two of our probably most hated players on the team right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. This game, <laughs> didn't play in this game and we managed to get four four goals. So, um, you know, sort of a coincidence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, been, it's been a problem all year with the DPs and. It's unfortunate because, like, let's say we had two really good DPs to pair with this supporting cast. Like, we can just be so much better. But, unfortunately, we're stuck with these contracts that we can only play with the cards we're dealt with. Yeah, that's true. Um, and, again, it, that that does suck. But, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do with our DPs. Hopefully, they step it up as well in the, during the season. But, um, yeah, I think that's it for just our recap for that one. Unless you have any other pointers to say. No, not really. It's just finally good to get a win at home because we were really struggling there. And I think the fans and players needed it. All right, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's our recap. Uh, like I said, hopefully everybody had a good 4th of July, whether you're at the game or not. Um, I had a pretty good time at 4th of July. That was probably my first 4th of July um, experience there. Um, I get, I went to go with the fam and everything, celebrated my brother's birthday. So happy birthday to my brother, Louis or Luis. I just call him Louis just for... <laughs> as a joke but happy birthday to my brother who turned 27 so yeah shout out to him but overall fourth of july experience 
it was great a galaxy w and some fireworks what more can you ask for um but yeah anyways let's move on from that uh let's talk about transfer news because we got a few stuff on that um of course let's start off with our new signing um we've talked about this one before but it's official now gaston brugman is uh now going to be has signed with the la galaxy on a three and a half year deal with an option for for another year um a center defensive mid we've heard we've heard greg vanny said it before that he wanted another center defense uh yeah center defensive mid uh at first we weren't you know we were kind of questioning a bit but we sort of said okay fine we believe you greg yeah um maybe we should maybe we do need another uh defensive mid in, in this team but um yeah it's official now um the 29 year old will be joining the la galaxy uh that was announced today um and also the galaxy just got the international spot today to sign to officially sign a Brugman. So, um, yeah, I mean, we got a new player. Uh, what you think about the signing? How, how do you, how do you feel about this one? Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of it. Like, I think he's a decent player, but I just feel like the fit, like I said before, is it going to be really awkward having like three defensive minded midfielders in the midfield? I don't really see how it's going to work. Some people are saying like Ruvillaston or Delgado will go up higher. I, I don't see that working, but I don't know. Maybe he's he'll be a good addition. Maybe he'll make our midfield stronger, win a couple more balls. But it just seems like an awkward fit at first. I got to see it for myself before I really try to judge it. Yeah, uh, I, I sort of agree with you on that. Still, I mean, I sort of see where Greg is coming from when, when he wanted. His, and I said this, uh, I think, like a couple episodes ago. But like, I see where Greg is uh, coming from with the signing. But at the same time, yeah, it, it does seem like an awkward fit. But Greg Vanny does seem high on the signing because apparently he wanted uh Brugman like last season during the summer but um I, I think Brugman was just more committed to uh I think at the time he was playing with Parma um you know because they were about to get relegated so he wanted to help them get um you know stay up in Serdia and stuff like that so he was committed to staying over there before making any move but um yeah apparently Greg really wanted him like last year and he's very high on him and has been like observing him for for a while now so I mean I mean, so, I mean, if Greg is happy with the signing, I guess so. But, you know, well, last time we, we heard something like this, you know, it kind of didn't <laughs> turn out well. <laughs> yeah, Greg was optimistic about Cabral, too, for a while. Yeah, so um, hopefully that this isn't another situation. At least he's cheaper. At least he's not on a DP play, uh, contract. So Yeah, I'll give him a chance. Yeah, so, and, and I'll be more lenient with him about that, I guess. But, yeah, of course, uh, welcome, uh, Brugman, to L.A., Um but anyways, yeah, that's official for for our uh, an official signing. But we got more rumors coming in. Um, it was reported this morning as well that Jesse Lingard is looking at MLS offers or is hearing MLS uh, pitches to give him some offers out there. Um, and of course, be, being a European star who like Je- like Jesse Lingard, um, of course, the Galaxy name was tossed up in there. And I think a lot of Galaxy fans are very vocal about this one which I, I mean, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I understand Lingard was very good at like, you know, a few years back and, and you know, looked very promising. Hasn't really, hasn't really looked as uh, bright as he has like the past few years. But, you know, the fact that Jesse Lingard is sort of hearing um, or co- like is interested in coming over here and supposedly there's reports that, you know, the, the Galaxy could be in on him. Um you know, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how I feel about that one. How, how, do you, how do you feel about it when you read it? Well, it's not really possible unless we get rid of one of the GPs like Costa or Cabral. And I think Costa would be the one more likely to go. It, it was kind of reported earlier today that the Galaxy would kind of like to offload Costa, whether that's a buyout in the offseason or 
it's probably very unlikely, but maybe they could get rid of him during the summer window, even though I don't think that's going to happen. But yeah, they'd have to pay a lot to get him. He's, I think he still has offers from the Premier League. He's, I think he's 29 years old. So I couldn't really see him coming to MLS right now, especially if he has other offers in Europe. But I mean, it's something to keep an eye on, maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, but I, I think the Galaxy is just more, it's probably like right now the most logical, I guess, um, because I think it was also reported that you don't, he would only want to go to, you know, LA or any of the Florida teams or whatever. Yeah. Which I don't think, um, of course, I don't think Miami's going to do anything or Orlando. I don't think they, they would want to go push for him. Um, and then you have LAFC who have a DP spot open, but they're not looking for, um, because he plays, he plays, he's a midfielder, right? Or he plays on the wing. He plays center attacking mid. Yeah. So, so there you go. That's another thing too. A center attacking mid, something we need. Seems more logical for the Galaxy. LAFC with their DP spot. I think they said they were trying to go for another striker. They're, they're offloading uh, Arango, um, you know, or they're potentially offloading him, I guess you could say. But even then, it's like it doesn't make sense for LAFC to do it either. Makes more sense for the Galaxy. Um, when it comes, if they would want to bring him in the summer, I think the most possible way would probably be get him on a TAM deal now. Um, you, might have, you might have a DP spot available, whether you offload Costa or Chicharito doesn't resign in the summer or, or after the season, excuse me and you have a DP spot later that he can take. So that's also another way you can probably bring him in. But again, is he willing to do that? Mm, I, don't, I don't know about that. That would be up to him. Yeah, I don't know. So I, I wouldn't see it like that. But again, I know a lot of people are trying to push for this one, but I don't, I don't necessarily see it happening. And I also don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, I did say that he was trying to push for one more sign. So I wonder who that could be. It'll probably come out sometime. Yeah. Um, of course, there was those Aaron Ramsey rumors, but I think those are dead now. Like, I don't I don't. Yeah, that's not a real thing. Yeah, that's not going to be a thing. So who knows? Who knows what we get with that extra signing or that ne- that other signing that Greg wants? Um, you know, if we do get Lingard, I think, you know, wouldn't be terrible. But I don't know. I, I don't know if I don't know if he would be willing to come to the MLS this soon. He could still play in Europe for at least another few years. Yeah. Yeah. All right. then. So that's it for the transfer news. Um. Let's get into our right our, our preview or yeah, our previews of LAFC and San Jose. First, let's start off with, with LAFC, of course, because that's our next game. Uh, Galaxy will be going to the Bank of California Stadium to take on LAFC for the third time this season. Um, already got two wins on them uh, on MLS and US Open. But yeah, um, not good or not going to be easy game for sure. Of course, it's a rivalry game. Anything can happen, in my opinion. Um LAFC did lose their last game. We won. Of course, we won ours. We got a little bit more momentum going for us. But um, yeah, like I said, I don't think this is going to be an easy game. No. And honestly, I don't I don't know. if I don't know if we can pull off a third win. Uh, I don't know if you feel the same way on that one. Yeah. If there's one thing we learned is that uh, four man momentum in a rivalry game never matters because we've seen the guys come off horrible results and then play LAFC and it all just goes out the window. So I don't think that's really going to matter. And sweeping a rival, especially if they're as good as LAFC, it just doesn't seem very realistic, but obviously I'd love for it to happen. I'm going to the game. So hopefully that'll be a fun one to go to. And yeah, it should be fun. And, but it also should be a really tough game. It's going to have to be a complete team performance. If you want to come out with anything from this game. Yeah, of course. And, and also just, uh, you know, like I, I know, like we we sort of make fun of LAFC for just uh for not beating us at our at our house, but you know it's not it you know for the Galaxy it's never been it's not like we've gotten that many wins over there at the bank either. 
I mean, we've only gotten one win over there, and that was during COVID with no fans. Um, I mean, we got one win in the building that that like, all right, so that that's good. But, you know, it's better than nothing. <laughs> yeah. But can we do it with fans, fans in the stands, you know, um, which would be awesome if, if they if they do go for the sweep. But um, no. Yeah. Um, of course, having that atmosphere is definitely um, a difference maker for 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 that game. And I, I definitely think if the Galaxy, again, go with the right mentality going into this game, which normally they do have the right mentality going into LAFC. Um, and of course, we've seen it twice this season. So, you know, if they go in with the right mentality, go with ride with the momentum. And and although, yeah, momentum doesn't really matter in rivalry games. But if they sort if they do ride the momentum going into this game, I mean, it's always going to be a fun game. I mean, these games are always fun no matter what. But, you know. It, I expect I, I sort of expect like high scoring just like always. So, but yeah. Yeah. It's very possible. We can see another high scoring game. I mean, there's going to be a lot of talent playing in that game. I don't think Bale's going to play in that game. They're like the first report. I don't even think he's in the United States right now. And in 48 hours, he's not, he's probably not going to play, but we will see Chiellini though. Yeah. Um, I think I've heard Bale is already actually in the state, but I don't think he's, he's going to play just because the fact that, you know, jet lag, you know, and only having like a few days of practicing with the team. There's no way he's going to play on Friday. Uh, Chiellini, yes, that's probably more of a possibility. But yeah, of course, they got they got their new signings. Um, I don't, of course, I don't think uh, Brugman is going to is going to. No. <laughs> I don't see that happening. But, you know, of course, LAFC got their new signings and they're and at least one of them is going to play in in that game. Um, but yeah, uh, should be interesting to see to to see those two play. Ah excuse me, to see those two teams play again, you know, like I said, it's always going to be a good game for, for that um, and good atmosphere. But now uh, let's go into San Jose for a little bit because that's, we have another rival game after that. Um, San Jose, um, although LAFC is, you know, they're top of the table, um, leading supporter shield, everything like that. San Jose, it's mm, the complete opposite. <laughs> um, of course, San Jose is like, I think second to last in the Western conference, Definitely has not had a good season at all. Um, fired or let go of, of their head coach. They let go of Matias Almeida. Um, another dysfunctional organization that that gives no support to their team. Um, you know, again, everything's going wrong with uh, with San Jose. But even with all those circumstances coming into play, um, you know, like I said, rivalry game. Does it really matter? No, I don't think so. Um, and of course, San Jose tends to play like just just like how we play with LAFC San Jose tends to play better against the Galaxy and you know they're going to go in with this game wanting to win wanting to win so um how, how do you feel about the, about San Jose next week uh going into that one yeah so San Jose uh yeah they're definitely going to be motivated to win this game they're having a really rough season so far and if there's one thing they want to take away from this rough experience it's probably being the Galaxy just for their fans it still means a lot the rivalry has a lot of history so yeah, expect San Jose is one of the best games of the season. We're going to have to come out and match the energy and not downplay opponents like we have before. It's all about mentality for the Galaxy. And if they can play like how they did last time at home, I think they can come out with a good result. But they have to start off strong like they did last time. Uh, yeah, 100%. Um, just like, just like for, I mean, just in general for the both of these games, just if they go in with the right mentality for this game, they, 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 can, they can go and win it. You know, San Jose, again, another more of a historical rivalry, rivalry in the week or in the week in the league. Jesus, I can't speak today. Um, but yeah, another, another uh, good rivalry in, in the MLS um, and San Jose is going to, going to go want to win it. You, despite having them bad, having a bad season right now, they're going to go on. They're going to go want to win it just because, you know, 
have something positive, I guess, for this season. But um, but we can't let let him do that. We can't let him come into our house and, uh, you know, win against us. That that would be. Yeah, terrible. not again. Yeah, they didn't happen enough times. Yeah, it's happened a lot of times, actually. 2019, it happened. 2020, it happened. And it happened bad. And 2021, it also happened. I mean, it's got to stop now, hopefully. Yeah. So hopefully we get another. Hopefully we get a home win uh, against San Jose. But, uh, you know, if we get if we get if we win these two games, you know, huge. We, yeah, it'll be huge. And it'll be a good week for Galaxy fans. Yeah, that would be an incredible week. But I don't know how realistic that is. But if they get two wins, that'll be a huge week. And I think that'd be a huge positive for the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just in general, like I mean, like we said it before, this this is a very tough July schedule, and with these two uh, two games coming up, it's going to be tough. And then you also got, you know, I forget who else is on the schedule for the rest of the month. You have like Dallas and uh, Colorado, Atlanta, Colorado, Atlanta. See, so you got so you got some good teams in there as well. So if you manage to get if you manage to win these two games, you know, you know, you've already won you've already won half of the half of the month. But again, would that be you know? uh realistic enough you know i'd be happy if it happens but you know um i i don't i don't know if we'll necessarily get the get the wins for both teams but hopefully we do that'd be nice yeah i hope so but yeah uh i think that's it for the preview unless you have any other point or pointers or thoughts about going into those matches no just if you're going to the game make sure to support well and hopefully we come out with a good result yeah uh agree yeah if you're going to the lafc game of course um you know, have fun, but also be responsible, be safe. Uh, let's not start any fights out there. <laughs> um, in the yeah, bank. not again. Yeah. And and even for San Jose, um, same thing. Let's be safe. Let's be responsible. Let's not start fights with with those guys either. So I, I get it. Rivalries get tense. They get heated. But, you know, let's also be let's also be smart about our decisions. But um, yeah, hope, for those who are going to the game, hopefully you all have a good time. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for the rest of the show. Um, can't thank you all enough for listening. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us or follow me at Insider Galaxy on Instagram and on Twitter. If you want to follow LA Galaxy Central, go follow me on Instagram. And um, yeah, go follow us there. Like I said, can't thank you guys enough for listening. Be a friend, tell a friend about the show. Um, you know, wherever, whenever you're listening to this podcast, all the good stuff. And um, like I said, hope you hopefully you all had a good Fourth of July weekend. And hopefully y'all have a good rest of your day, uh, no matter when you're listening to this. So, yeah. Thank you, guys. And, um, Jesus. Seven words be.